This is the EVP Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the EVP Podcast. I'm Beaker. Ghosty in the house. And that's all we get. It's just us like said, again. Yep. We're going to say it every week. I don't know why. We're, <laughs> we're slightly stupid. It's okay. We, we also got, forgot to smile for the camera for our our uh, picture that we post on the 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 on the social on medias? the social medias. God, I'm smiling. retarded. I was smiling. We can smile now, so everyone can <laughs> on, on YouTube can see us smiling for the promo picture. I was because we're smiling. so we're so damn prepared. I'm always smiling. Though. I forgot my camera. I'm recording on my phone this week, so if the uh, the video is better or worse. I, I think it know. looks pretty good. Actually, I think my phone is actually pretty good. So we'll go. We'll go with that. We're professional podcasters. Hey, it's working. It's working just. It fine. is working. Oh, oh, by the way, I'm Beaker. We already said. Do that. I say that? You said it already. But guess what? Ghost Ghosty's here. here. See? <laughs> I don't even know where I'm at. You're in my house. Just making sure that you know who we are. Yeah, I'm Ghosty here at the EVP <laughs> podcast. I'm Beaker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening to our episode last week about the Marshall House in uh, Savannah, Georgia. Oh my God, I forgot everything about last week already. Well, that's easy for you to do. I mean, <laughs> you're not here half the time. I'm too busy um, smiling. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, this week we're going we're we're going south of the border, even oh, farther south than Mexico. Way south. We're going down to southern uh, hemisphere. Going to Argentina. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. We're going to the uh, a cemetery down there. Now, it's. I, I just recently found out, you were telling me while we were out getting pizza, that this is not the largest cemetery in uh, uh, Buenos Aires. Now, this is a pretty big-ass cemetery because it is 14 acres. It's huge. It is huge, right? But there's one that trumps that. I can't remember the name of it, but the other one was like 230 acres. 200, it's like La Chicharrones. Yeah, I don't think so, but <laughs> La Chacarita. Yes. So that cemetery is huge, but That's fun the, to say. the weird say thing I, I'm not I'm say good. I'll La Chacarita. Good job. <laughs> Try it. La, Rolls off La your Chacarita. See, I see, it rolls I'm, off your tongue. I'm sure it does. It's you did it, it. I did it terribly. No, you did it. I apologize it was to perfect. anyone <laughs> that speaks Spanish. Um yeah, so it's crazy that this other cemetery is like freaking huge, but seventeen when, times larger. Yeah, it was like I said, two hundred and thirty-two acres or something like that. Two hundred thirty. Two hundred thirty acres compared to fourteen acres, and we were gonna. I wanted to talk about ghost stories of both these cemeteries, but whenever we did a search for the bigger one, uh, for ghost stories, like the Google results always brought up La Recoleta. So apparently there's no ghost at the 230-acre one, just at the 14-acre one. They just don't want you to know about those ghosts because they didn't pay pay enough. Probably. Well, this is true. So La Recoleta (laughs) Cemetery uh, was built in 1822, and it was the first public cemetery in Buenos Aires. Okay. This thing right now contains 4,691 vaults, and 94 of those vaults are considered national historical monuments. Because they're how many years old? Damn. Yes, they are how many years old? Hundreds, two hundred. Uh, hundred. Actually, yeah, two hundred years old. I mean, eighteen twenty-two. According, well, how long? According to, uh, I don't know. How lo- does this get American standards? Since it's 
Well, it is South of, America. Of 100 years, yeah. So it's over 100, it's good. It's over it's 100, haunted. yeah. It's haunted, it's haunted for sure. Yep. Not quite the 500-year mark, but... Yeah, that's only for Europe, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Europe. Um, they, they're 500, because that's where the history comes from. Yeah. Uh, apparently. <laughs> so, we all know this. is basic knowledge. So it's funny. Is like, it's not funny. This is actually <laughs> not... The, there was another... The other cemetery was built in 1877. Yeah. Uh, due to a yellow fever outbreak. Yellow fever. And they, like... 1871. 1871. So, La Recoleta was for, like, rich, well-to-do people. Yeah, you gotta pay You gotta pay to die there. Pretty much. And so, when this other cemetery was built, the bigger one... Uh, the yellow fever was coming through. Yeah, yellow fever was coming through. The reason why they built the other one is because the rich people didn't want anyone with yellow fever. No, you can't mix in, that in peasant there. that you... You were poor if you had yellow fever. Yes. <laughs> Apparently. You can't be mixing that shit with the... But like this, this uh, La, La Recoleta, uh, if you've never heard of it, if you've never seen pictures or videos of it, this place is beautiful. Yeah, it's the, like, it's, it's the this, city of the dead. It's this little elaborate, like, it doesn't even look like a cemetery. It's, it, they built it like a small city. Yeah, they got boulevards and avenues. Right, and they used a lot of different... Uh, uh, different types of art forms there's there's statues all over the place in this thing uh they used a different uh, variety of architecture styles including art deco art nuevo uh brocade and neo-gothic neo-gothic yes i like that most of the materials used for the cemetery were brought in between 1880 and 1930 and they were imported from paris and milan so yeah so there was a lot of uh french influence there too yes like, like that was like the the thing to be French influenced there. I don't know. It was like it was in style. Yes, it was very much in style. I mean, French yeah. influence. This 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 cemetery is like I said, it's huge and it's it's literally it's sort of plumbing. It's it's like a small city. Like all the mausoleums there are above ground. Nothing's underground. That means the same thing. Um, <laughs> That's right. But uh I mean there's there's main walkways that branch out into sidewalks around the museums. Like it's just it's literally or mausoleums, not museums. Um but yeah, it's it's a it's pretty much a small city inside of Buenos Aires. Um like I said, there this was kind of a rich place for people to be buried. Yeah, so they got like presidents and actors and Eva Perón, Evita. Evita was buried there. The founder of the Argentinian Navy is built uh, buried there, and there's also a military commando, Julio Commando, Commando, Commander. Yes. <laughs> See, it's like I said last week. Whoever's turn it is, like host the show. We don't know how to talk. Can't English very good. Can't English if we're the host. So <laughs> one of these weeks, we'll get it right. But yeah, not this week. Can't wait till I screw things up next week. <laughs> it's gonna be a surprise so, for all of us. Military commander. Julio Argentino Roca is buried there. And then a lot of celebrities. Um, one celebrity I believe you have on your list there. He was a boxer. Yeah, we'll talk about him. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him. All yeah. right. His name. All right. And he died in the 1920s. This is uh, Luis Angel Firpo. And he was Argentina's most famous prize fighter. And one of his most fi- famous fights was a controversial fight with Jack Dempsey. So I'm sure everyone's heard of Jack Dempsey, America. So I guess he knocked him out of the ring. And the controversy was because the ref was counting and was 
only to a four count when it should have been like 14. Yeah. He was just doing a real, real slow count. Everyone kind of push him back in the ring. And at the end of it all, he ended, uh, this guy ended up losing the fight to Jack Dempsey. So, and that was like the biggest prize fight of his career. Yeah, so. so controversial AF, one, show. One of the celebrities buried there. Um, there was another, I don't know, this is not really a celebrity, but one of the other statues that they have there was this um, woman apparently had a grudge against her husband. Yeah, because she was a shopaholic. So what happened was she was over here spending money everywhere, and this guy put an ad out in the paper that said he's not going to pay off any of her debts anymore, which, of course, he was still going to, but it kind of let shop owners know not to welcome her in their store anymore, (laughs) so she stopped shopping. Well, I guess she held a grudge against him pretty much from that point on, and they didn't really talk much anymore after that. They slept in different rooms, and so the statues are like... Him sitting on a seat, on like a, a chair, and her, just her bust with her back against his. So they're not facing each other or side by side. They're back to back. So yeah, I guess he passed away first, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then well, they never spoke to each other after after uh, this whole thing went down. Yeah. Like for 30 years. Yeah. They didn't talk to each other. Well, they stayed married. I guess the she silent treatment champion. Yeah, that's the ultimate the silent, silent treatment, treatment yeah. champion. Thirty years. Yes, I mean, that's <laughs> amazing that you can do that. But uh, yeah, they she, deserve a statue for that. She put it in her will that she wanted to be buried in his tomb, but in a separate vault, and have their backs turned to each other. <laughs> She's all. He ain't gonna pay my debts. <laughs> I ain't talking to him no more. No point in this guy. That's. That's some petty shit right there. Yeah, it is. That's. I mean, that's, I guess when you have that kind of money, you can do I what you want. I bet he was probably thrilled. He was probably like, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. This is the best time of my life. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's just a couple. Like I said, uh, Avita is also buried there. And that's, that's pretty much the famous, some of the famous. That's just a small example of the famous people. There's also the the heiress. Do you want to talk about her? <clears throat> yeah, so she's got a that's this is the statue of this woman with a dog and the dog's nose has been like rubbed to where it's shiny. The whole statue looks kind of green except for the dog's nose that's like shiny brass. I guess as people walk by they kind of pet the nose of the dog. You got to. So the, her name is Liliana Crociati de Siazek. I don't know, that looks Polish. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, she died tragically in an avalanche in Austria. Okay, that makes more sense. Austrian. Okay, she died in, uh, in, in 1970, so this wasn't like too long ago. Uh, and she was only 26 years old, and she was on her honeymoon when this happened. Uh, her, parents were, um, over, her parents were so overcome, um, they laid her to rest. Um, let's see. They ended up, because of that, they commissioned this bronze statue. And it, in the bronze statue, she was in her wedding dress. And then later, her dog died a few years later, and so they added the dog statue next to her. Yeah, and I guess they couldn't bury, like, the dog oh, itself. Yeah. They had but to... for some reason, they, they once they cremated the dog, they were able to put the dog's ashes there. Yeah, no no animal bodies allowed. But cremated remains of the animal. Yeah, they're yeah, burned, that's okay. then they're clean. They're then cleansed by <laughs> fire. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Basic knowledge. <laughs> Those, yeah, that's just some of the... 
some of the statues, some of the artwork there at the the cemetery. Now there is, uh, let's see, in 2011, I know BBC held it as one of the best cemeteries in the world. And 2013, CNN listed it among the 10 most beautiful cemeteries in the world. And it's still used today by rich Argentinian families that already have, like, vaults there. Yeah, they got family mausoleums. Because now that, I mean, they just cremate bodies. They can stuff thousands. Yes. So for for generations to come, you got, you got land in there to get thrown in. So, I mean, that's just kind of the... Kind of to give you an idea of like what the cemetery is like, uh, there are a couple ghosts that are known to haunt the cemetery. The I think one of the more famous ones is a girl named Rufina. And Rufina, she was only 19 years old when she passed away, and it was kind of a kind of a very tragic death. Yeah. She she was supposed to be going out uh, with her mom one night. They were. Uh, going out to a show or something and her mom came in and found her pretty much dead in her bedroom and or so she thought yes so yeah it was it was kind of a surprise to her family like they're you know she's only 19 and she's just passed away they actually brought in a couple doctors and two doctors came in and confirmed that she was dead so they they took her to the cemetery there and they buried her. And I guess the the night that she was supposed to be buried, there was a storm that came through and they had to postpone it because of the heavy rainfall. So what they did is they stored her coffin inside of one of the chapels. And the next morning, some of the, the caretakers came in and they, they found the lid to her coffin had actually been disturbed and it was sitting slightly ajar. And so they, they notified her parents I thought it was, like, disturbed more than that. I thought it was, like, moved around a little bit. It might have been moved around a little bit. I know the lid was off a little bit. So, they, I mean, it wasn't the way they left it, right? Yeah. It was, Things were askew. It was, yeah, there was something afoot, the Circle <laughs> K. And they they thought there were, someone might have been tampering with her body. Someone They thought that the grave robbers might have come in and were trying to steal the jewelry that she was going to be buried with. So they went ahead, uh, They, I guess when they, they opened the coffin to kind of check things out, they noticed that her body, there were several bruises on her body that weren't there before. The The wood in the coffin was looked like it had been scrawed uh, <laughs> and scratched at. Scrawed, yeah. So it was scrawed. Um, come to find out that Rufina actually suffered from this rare form of epilepsy that could render your body unconscious for hours. But these doctors said that she was dead. They didn't. They didn't. What did they do to check? I have no idea. This they didn't was, check for a pulse. That's for sure. I mean, this was 1902, so I'm not sure that I, I don't know what the the medical community was like back then. But yeah, two different doctors said, "Yeah, she's dead." Well, they had to bleed her, bleed the demons out of her, I guess. probably, and with leeches, and then. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they did. Um, yeah, so they found out that she was actually not dead. They buried her alive, and that was. The reason why the coffin was kind of moved around and the lid was open is she was trying to get out. Uh, and then it was she like was a... unsuccessful in doing so. Uh, they think that she might have died from a heart attack from you know the shock of like waking up and you're inside a coffin. Like, can you imagine 
what that would be like. Like you go to bed or not even, you're not even going to bed. Like you just have an epileptic stroke and you pass out. And then when you come to like the next day, you're in a coffin. This makes me wonder. This sounds like this was a known condition that she had. So her parents knew this. They were, she was only having the seizure thing for a few hours she wasn't dead, so her body wasn't, like, getting cold or anything. And they thought it was okay because what had happened was they had to leave her in this at this mortuary overnight. Yeah. And. Like I said, there was, it was and so she a was lot of rain, this, so they couldn't yeah, bury her so, properly. Yeah, they were actually going to bury her already. Yeah. So she would have been buried, actually. So they postponed the burial and let, let left the coffin at this uh or left the yeah left the coffin at this mortuary overnight and that's where they found it like that the next day and holy shit that's just like it sounds like the mom or the family just like purposely wanted to wanted her dead because well no cuz it did i mean from everything i read it sounds like they didn't know about the epilepsy thing the, the, i mean they didn't know that she had this rare condition or at least the the doctors didn't know so i don't know i don't know if her parents knew but but I mean, it said that she was been like this for hours. Well, yeah, she was unconscious. Yeah. She was unconscious for hours. But I mean, she's still breathing, and there's still a pulse. Well, no, it's no the just the way that the the seizure that worked it it, it literally it kills you. It, yeah, basically, <laughs> it, it puts you in a comatose state where your body's not functioning the way it should be. Well, I mean, okay, it's like so like you've you've heard the story of Romeo and Juliet, right? Where they take the 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 thing that makes them appear dead or it slows down their heart rate and their breathing and all that. And it makes them look dead. It's essentially the same thing. She had, uh, like an epileptic seizure and it put her in this comatose state that made her like, it would have slowed down her heart rate. It would have slowed down her breathing. So it made her look like she was dead. But she wouldn't go cold and she wouldn't rig a mortis. But again, you gotta think this is 1902. They should know about bodies dying and the poop comes out. If the poop don't come out, she ain't dead. Right. You know the poop comes out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, well, you know, I can't, happened, I can't, I'm not going to speculate on what the mindset of her family was. I'm just telling you what the websites say. I feel like they, they were in. I don't hoots. think they were. I think they wanted her dead. I don't think they do. Yeah. Sounds like, I mean, the body's still warm. I, I would know that this. Well, how do you not, know that? Where did it say the body was still warm? There was nowhere that said that. Well, I mean, it, it ain't, she ain't dead. Yeah, she was in a comatose state. It just means you're not dead, so your body's not going to rig a mortis. But everything, everything's slowed. Well, well, so is she a zombie again, then? 1902. <laughs> you're like you're thinking it in today's terms of the knowledge that you have now. I'm thinking about what, like over what years the later. knowledge we've been given sounds like they wanted her dead. Right. And they were just trying to get rid of her. And, I'm like, going to 100% way disagree to, with you on this. I think you're just making shit up at this point. Um <laughs> Sounds like they want her dead. Nope. (laughs) I'm going to disagree with you. And then they're like, oh no, what did we do? Yeah. That was why she was, her mom ended up being so grief stricken about her death. That that's why she put her in a different tomb and actually had a statue erected in her honor, showing like the door behind her and showing her like coming out of the door. So she would never use that GoFundMe money somehow. Yes. That was that GoFundMe money. I mean, and you're not going to be able to see it on YouTube, but that is the statue here that I'm showing you ghosty that they built in remembrance of Rafina with the open door behind her, her coming out of the door. So she'd never have to worry about being locked in a casket ever again. 
So I don't think that they knew about this condition. I think they found out about it after the fact. Hmm, I think 1902, they still knew what happened to dead bodies back then. There was a lot of dead bodies back then. They just went through yellow fever. This is true. So they knew what what happened to dead bodies. She had been out for hours. Like I said, they put you in a comatose state where you're in that state where everything just pretty much stops. And she was what, 19? Yes. So this is probably kids kids sleep so much at that age. Oh my God. Kids be sleeping. Right. (laughs) But you're still breathing when you're sleeping and you're still, like I said, this is a comatose state. It, It fooled them into thinking she was dead. This is how like her body was. They didn't bleed enough demons out of her then. Clearly. So, anyways, These after your, your your bullshit you're making up here, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the, it said that she still haunts the cemetery. She roams around the cemetery just kind of doing her thing. Just pissed off? Not really. She's just kind of there. That her statues got a way out, but she didn't? Yes. I would be, too. <laughs> Poor Rufina. Yeah. I'm glad that you think it's funny that that she had this tragic death i don't think it's funny you're making jokes of it make jokes of everything okay well let's Ain't nobody make, safe Ain't I, when, nobody you, safe. when you die we're making jokes about I you so i hope so <laughs> did you hear about the caretaker david i heard uh, some alino alino i don't know how to say it tell me about him well so david worked at the cemetery for quite some time and he always wanted to be there uh, be buried there he uh Worked there for, I want to say, like 30 years. And during this 30 years, he saved up his money because I, I guess he wasn't well-to-do enough to actually like just buy a plot. So he saved up his money over 30 years. Finally was able to make the arrangements, buy a plot there at the cemetery. And once he had all of his arrangements made and was able to get everything secured, he committed suicide. So he could be buried there at the cemetery. He worked his ass off just to have a place to die. For 30 years, yeah. Worked his ass off. Just to die. Just to literally. die. Literally. Yeah. yeah. This is literally like the day after. Um, yeah. The, I don't know if it was the day after, but it was soon after he made all the arrangements and purchased his plot and everything. He went home and committed suicide. And, uh, you know, obviously buried there because he made all the arrangements. They say that he's still wandering around the cemetery, and and you can hear his keys jingling like he's still going around doing his rounds, uh, doing his caretaking job there at the cemetery. That's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I would never do anything like that. I know. What would be the point of that? I would have just... St- if He had this whole idea for 30 years. Yeah. That was his whole plan for 30 years. Probably. I don't know I if he just... like, planned on committing suicide at the end of it. But yeah, 30 years he worked at the cemetery. And once he got everything put together. and I mean, he worked there for so long. He probably knew places he, he could have just went and killed himself. And his body would have been there for a long time. Quite possibly. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he, he probably was. He the hard way. With this, with this being a 14-acre cemetery, I'm sure he wasn't the only caretaker. He might have been the only one like assigned to a certain area. But yeah, it's just it's crazy to think like. You work your ass off for 30 years just to get into a cemetery. And they're like, okay, I got the plot I want. I'm done. Game over. Nothing else to live for. Yeah. That's all I had. That's, that's just, all I was living for. That's trippy. I, like, I, I can't imagine like what kind of mindset you'd have to have. to. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? <laughs> it's a little too ironic. Yeah. And I really do think. <laughs> it's like rain. Hey, 
on your wedding day. Anyways, um, yeah, he's said to be haunting the cemetery as well. Um, for this to be one of the most haunted places in Buenos Aires, if not the most haunted place in Argentina, I, I think it's a little odd that those are like the only two ghost stories I could find. Exactly. When I was hearing about it, I'm like, why is this? Why is this so haunted? Why is this talked about being so haunted when this is the only stories? And then the other one that's 17 times bigger that has more bodies doesn't have any stories. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's. I think this is. It, it's a setup by the government. It is by the Argentinian government. Yeah, just, you got to pay. You got to pay to play. To have, just, you want a ghost story? Think, How much money you want to donate? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, it's probably just because it's more about the difference between the two cemeteries like the other one is it's obviously not got the same architecture here at the bigger cemetery that this one has that no lacaretta has i mean like is this this looks like a, a freaking city i mean these looks the when you look at the pictures of this place it looks like houses it yeah it looks like little buildings and yeah like when you look at the aerial view that's pretty nuts. It looks yeah, like a small, it looks a like a miniature s- version of the city within a city. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So I think there's probably more visitors that go there. Yeah. Because of the architecture. And so you're going to have more ghost stories. I don't, I mean, the other one is like, it's a 230 acres, but you probably don't have a lot of people spending a whole lot of time in that cemetery. They're probably just going to visit loved ones. It's like cemeteries here in Salt Lake. Like, yeah, we've got the one headstone that's like 666 Mark of the Beast. but And then I think there's Porter Rockwells. But the, there's only a couple cemeteries you actually hear. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there's like three cemeteries here in Salt Lake alone that people investigate or go uh, talk to spirits at. You've got the Fort Douglas Military uh, Cemetery. You've got the cemetery, the Salt Lake Cemetery. And then we went to Merker, and we're just like, this isn't haunted. <laughs> But there is that one in Salt Lake where you can get your butt grabbed. Uh, well, you can. <laughs> I can't. Anybody can. To. Anyone can get it. You got a butt, it can get grabbed. This is true, I guess. <laughs> if it looks like a butt, it smells like a butt, it can get grabbed. And if there's no noisy teenagers, <laughs> you can run and hide from security. But you're still loud and you're going to get caught. Yes. <laughs> they did. We didn't. Um, what? We've never done that. Anyway, yeah, this. I just don't. With this being like 200 years old with all these celebrities and stuff that's buried there, I, I just, I found it really odd that these were like the only two ghost stories. I mean, other than the woman in white that people say they've seen wandering on the cemetery, um, in my notes that I, cause I talked about this briefly this, on, and this was supposed to be like where this whole story originated. Yeah. This woman in white who gets in the car and then the guy goes to meet her another day and then the family tells her that she's been dead for however long. And oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that that whole woman in white story. That's where it originated. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's apparently. Good. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah, so they say. I'm well, not going to start any rumors. I think it's funny <laughs> if you look at my notes here that I I cuz I talked about this briefly on uh, another show that I was a guest on last year called Bacon Cell. Um when I put in the notes, many people have also reported seeing a lady in white underneath that I put, what else is new? Um, like, <laughs> but this I mean, is the OG. This is the OG lady in white? It's apparently. Apparently. Allegedly. I think it's. I just think it's funny. Though. Like you, you talk about a haunted place, and I, I don't know. I can't even name on one hand. There's so many places out there 
that claim to have like a woman in white. And I'm like, that's just so generic. I wonder if some of the spirits, when they present themselves, are just kind of gray. Maybe. And so when it's black and white like that, they it, they just look like they're she's in white. She could have been in a light blue dress. It could have been violet. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. But when it's all gray, it's a woman in white. Clearly not the lady in black. No, that's no. a that's a Sony Pictures horror film. The first one wasn't wasn't bad. I haven't seen it. You haven't? I haven't seen either one of them. But it's got Harry Potter in it. Okay. Well, you're missing Still haven't out. seen it. You're missing out. This is a good one. You know what we should go see? Let's go see The Pope's Exorcist. I'm going to go see Guardians tomorrow. Do that. And then that leaves me free to see The Pope's Exorcist tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's pretty much all we have on uh, Recoleta. Um, I'll post some pictures, some of the statues and that on. You'll see it on the social media. I wouldn't which, care about this place to go visit to do any paranormal investigating. I don't think this would be something exciting for the paranormal. I, th- I don't side. think so either. I, I mean, in in my notes, I pr- I put that I wouldn't go there at all. Um, and I think just because it's far, <laughs> just because it's far. Well, I don't think it's. I really don't think it's that haunted. No, I don't think it's that haunted. It doesn't. It doesn't make me want to. Yeah, there's nothing about this. There's no stories about it that make me want to go that far to go to the seven. I mean, if I was there in the area. I'd go check it out just because of yeah. the, you know, that, the architecture. The architecture. I mean, it is a really beautiful cemetery. So I'd go for that, but only if I was in the area already. Right. Yeah, well, not I, for a I, ghost hunting trip. I would agree with you on this one. I don't. I don't think it's that haunted. Yeah. So, two two ghosts down. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two two thumbs down. Yeah, not haunted. Not haunted. haunted enough. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's haunted. Pretty much any, any cemetery is haunted. Yeah, there's going to be spirits there, but there's not enough action. Right. Yeah. There's not enough butt grabbing for me. I can no. get that here. I can get that right here. This is true. <laughs> Just go outside. Yeah. Just walk down the street, get your ass grabbed by ghosts. It's the way to go. Yep. Okay. Well, then, uh, you should follow us on social media. We're evp.pod at Instagram and Facebook. If you've, for some reason, been to the Lala, La, 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 to the Lala, to the Lala, La, Recoleta Cemetery, you've, if you've had any experiences there, we'd love to hear about it. You can email us at evp.pod at gmail.com. If you are in the market for some ghost hunting equipment, you should check out our affiliate link to ghostop.com. That is where we buy most of our ghost hunting equipment. And I'm actually looking to buy some more stuff. We're doing, uh, we're making another trip to the Ritz here soon, and we're going to try to do that sensory deprivation thing again. So That's pretty dope. We're also going to be buying some more gear to take on that investigation. So uh, we won't do another whole episode on it, but if we get any new evidence, we will share it with you in a couple weeks. you damn right we will. So other than that. That's it for the I day? I think that's it. All right. Well, go see. Don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. Peace <laughs> out, butterflies.